What's up, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of That Needs to Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Robert, and today I'm going to be talking about a new game I've actually been playing called Death's Door, some new manga I've been checking out, including a new webtoon series, and I'm going to be talking about getting myself in the right mindset to handle some business. So let's get to it. So, welcome back to the podcast. I hope everybody out there is having an awesome day. Um, as usual, if you're new here, welcome to the podcast. If you've been rocking me for a while, welcome back. So, yeah. Um, and of course, as usual, you know, make sure to, if you're not already, subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you listen to. I should be on pretty much everything. If I'm not on some, if I'm not on a podcast streaming service, let me know so I can get on there. <laughs> but but yeah, all that fun jazz, you know, as well as you know, subscribe to the YouTube channel for bonus content. And yeah, so I guess you know, just starting off with housekeeping, you know, just right off the gate. Um, before I get into talking about what I've been up to the last few days, so speaking of YouTube. I have uploaded a couple of videos in the last few days. Um, you know, just a reminder, last podcast, you know, I did the interview with my daughter and other kids. So there's a YouTube video of that up as well to check out. And then a couple of days ago, I put up a video showing off my manga collection. And, you know, as well as talking about, you know, why I started collecting physical manga and what I've and what I'm loving about that uh, experience. And then the last one, which is something I'm going to talk about later on today, is I did my first impressions of the first 25 chapters of the manga called Mission Yozakura Family. So it's a really good series. So go check go check that video. Out. But like I said, I'm going to be talking about it more later in this podcast today so just stick around or check your timestamps, and you'll see you know where in the show today i'll be talking about that so yeah so just talking about uh you know what's been going on with me so yeah so last week so the 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 smaller milestone i'll talk about real quick is and i forgot to mention this last episode is that you know another milestone for the podcast you know we have i have been podcasting for four months now so you know gotta celebrate all those victories regardless of how big small or whatever that is still you know something very important to me is like hey been doing this for four months let's you know let's let's continue to to do this thing so yeah four awesome months of podcasting and like i said or like i always try to say i appreciate everybody that has listened along the way like I said whether you're you know one of the people that have been listening to every episode or if you're a new listener going back and listening to everything I've been doing you know like I said it is all equally appreciated here now the big anniversary (laughs) that I celebrated last week was me and my lovely wife's uh, four-year wedding anniversary so we've been married for four years been dating for seven 
So, because we met summer of 2014. So, but got married summer 2017. And yeah, four years of marriage, four years of awesome adventures with my wife and our lovely kids. And yeah, so I'm kind of planning, you know, don't know 100% for sure if I get to do this when I expect it to, but hopefully sometime soon, I want to do like a a talk with her because she, she said that she would be down for doing or recording like a segment or something with me, you know, where we just talk about, you know, just our experiences with each other and things of that nature. So, yeah, so be on the lookout for that at some point in the future. Like I said, it might be soon, might be later. Don't know. But, uh, but yeah, aside from that, you know, we're still just getting prepped and ready to head down for my daughter's state track meet in a couple of days. So, yeah, you know, she's been going hard at practice and just getting ready. So, yeah, just got a couple couple of days till to the big show. And so with that being said, I don't know if I'm going to be back home by next Sunday in order to record as usual or not just because so she she's running the 800 meter which is her main event it's going to be Thursday night but her other event the uh 400 meter they're running so they're running kind of like 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 the first wave or the qualifier or whatever Friday morning and then if she goes past that or qualifies in that then the finals for the 400 meter will be Sunday sometime so you know, so right now we're, we don't know if, if we're just going to be down there for, you know, two days or if we're going to have to stay down there for a full four days. So, you know, like I said, it all depends on how she performs on Friday. So, so yeah, so as usual, you know, uh, stay tuned on my social channels, primarily Twitter, you know, at Danny's Talk or my personal at MastermindRob7. And like I said, I'll communicate that stuff out. Now, other thing I kind of just like briefly talk on, but it's going to be kind of like a more main topic a little bit later in the show. It's just that the the last couple of days, uh, I guess, you know, I've kind of found myself focusing in and I guess like basically I like trying to get my mind prepared and better to take things to the next level. And what I mean by that is positioning myself mentally to succeed. I, I guess this is the best word I'm kind of looking for. And so, you know, some of y'all might be thinking like, huh, what are you talking about, Robert? So I, I'm speaking in the sense of like trying to find out ways or things to do to, you know, continue to make a better life for myself and my family. And... A lot of that in the in the last handful of days, last week or so, I guess I would say, is the content I'm consuming. Because, you know, I think about the saying, you are what you eat. And, you know, I know I know that is also true in the sense of, you know, not just, you know, of course, food, but of course, like what I'm what we're feeding our brain, our minds, our spirits and all that stuff. And so I have come across some really awesome channels, you know, other podcasts and stuff and YouTube channels and stuff that have had 
some very inspiring discussions from some very influential people. And, and a lot of these people, and, and the thing that kind of makes it even more influential for me is that it's a lot of people that look like me, you know, whether it's, you know, a black man, black woman, or just a person of color, you know, whether, you know, they're Hispanic or, you know, Puerto Rican or Pakistani or whatever the case may be. I am, I have been consuming a lot of stuff. And like I said, I'm gonna talk about this more in depth a little bit later in the show, but you know, the, the, the few channels in particular I've been coming across was millionaire, millionaire mindset, black tech, green money. And then the one I found today was, a what is it called? A earn your leisure. And then one of the sub podcasts from that brand was inside the vault, which is more of like, you know, like speaking like the mental vault. And so it, it's just basically just like a lot of talk of a lot of people that have had all these great successes. And, and, and it's been a mix of people that are like full on entrepreneurs, people that some people have still have their regular day job and they've, you know, made, you know, hundreds of thousands, six figure, you know, millionaire lifestyles as a side job, full job, all the, everything in between. And so just seeing the work and things, all these different people are doing in all these different fields, like I said, just been just like very motivating to me. And like I said, just kind of like lighting a fire under my butt to want to push further and push harder and do better and so like I said I'm I'm, I'm gonna say that because I I think that that's gonna be like the main topic of today's episode um which you know what (laughs) since since I'm already talking about it I I might as well just do it you know I try to say the say the main topic for the end of the show but screw it let's just go ahead and just dive right in while I'm already in the mindset for it and then I'll talk about the anime and the games and the manga and stuff afterwards so so yeah so hey it's my show we we're gonna switch it up on the fly so let, let, let's just pretty much just dive right into this discussion so hey main topic woo 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 <laughs> i need to get some just, man just, just wait till the day comes when my editing skills vastly improve and i can start adding sound effects and all this other stuff in there yeah it's gonna be crazy but so yeah, so main topic, like I said, just kind of starting off the gate today. Um, yeah, so like I said, like me coming across these different channels, the different podcasts, and seeing all the different stuff from all these people that are doing, you know, some some of them are doing like some extraordinary things, you know, and it's like, okay, you know, am am I satisfied? with myself with the lifestyle I am living now and you know yes I you know in in a general sense yes I am you know happy but I also do know and realize that I could be doing a lot more with my time a lot more with my skills and knowledge um you know, just cause, just cause, you know, I kind of, you know, I just think back on different moments in time that I've had and it's like, man, I, I have done some awesome things. I have, you know, accomplished a lot, but there is still so much left for me to do, I feel. And so, like I said, like me listening to these different 
podcast and stuff and it's like you know like like example um that there was one lady what was her name hold on let me check real quick see if i can pull it up um hold on let me see i know it was jessica something do 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 all these videos i can't say so i can't ever find the stuff that i really need let me check real quick Okay, I found it. I, I was looking at my YouTube search history, but I forgot this was a podcast I listened to on their website. So so on the uh, Black Tech Green Money podcast, one of the interviews I listened to was from a lady named Jessica, or that they deal with a lady named Jessica O. Matthews. And she is basically, so she is the founder and CEO of Uncharted Power, an, award, an award-winning renewable power and sustainability company now on the bleeding edge of creating smart cities around the world so it's like seeing people like her talk um this guy that i listen to on millionaire mindsets called uh tay on tech and he's a dude that's here in dallas he is so his day job he's a he's a it security engineer but he also does like real estate and you know, tech stuff outside of his day job and different stuff like that. Uh, listen to on the uh, Earn Your Leisure podcast. They did an interview with Shaq and talking about like how, you know, how he got like financial literacy and how that's kind of like led him to be as successful as he is now. And so, yeah, so basically, like I said, just just me listening to all these very powerful and inspirational podcast and all these people talking about like you know them more or less going from like hey having just like a normal day job like what I do now and then for for one reason or another whether it just be like you know what they they just they always wanted to progress and do better or they were put in situations to where it was like okay hey either I can just continue to live in this or I can do something about my situation and make a better life for myself and for my family and so, like I said, like, like, like me listening to that type of stuff for me, it's like, it's like, how can it not light a fire under me to want to do something? And so, yeah, so that, that, that kind of brings me back to what I was doing yesterday and why this podcast is going up a day late. So, you know, I, I've mentioned on the podcast before about me watching, learning, observing others around me, others in the same spaces that I'm in and taking notes. Like I mentioned before, you know, back in college, my friends called me the researcher of the group. So I was the one that, hey, I went out and I gathered the information. You know, if if I didn't know something or if we were talking about something and somebody didn't know and I didn't know, I would be the one on my phone Googling, searching providing an answer and so you know with that being said um i, I want to give a shout out to a podcast another podcast i know i've talked about them before but there are you know another fellow dfw anime podcast called kame house and so they recently launched launched um, I should be specific, Com- the Kame House Podcast. They recently launched a website for their podcast called the com. And so, of course, you know, anytime anybody does something new, 
you know, I'm going to go check it out. You know, whether it be just a support or whatever the case may be, you know, retweet, share, whatever. So I went, you know, checked out the page and stuff. And then, it, you know, looking at that page and I went back and I looked over at a, at a blackanimepodcast.com and just, just, you know, some, some others in the, in the community that I'm like, huh, dude, do they have a, you know, website or not? Some did, some didn't. And so, anywho, looking at, you know, looking at those or whatever, and it was like, okay, you know, just, you know, just cause, cause I'm always interested in seeing how other people do what they do, you know, cause like I said, I mentioned this before, it's like, that's how I learn, grow and adapt is I see somebody else doing something or say something or show something or whatever. And it's like, that looks interesting. That looks cool. You know, what can I take from this? You know, as far as like technique, style, positioning, whatever the case may be, whatever. And it's like, you know what? I, I need to go do some work on my site because there, there's been like a couple of things that have been kind of like bugging me about my site or whatever, like like design and layout wise or whatever, um, or just some stuff that needs to be tweaked that I, that, that that kind of let a fire under my butt. So, so, yeah, so shout out to Comment House. So, you know, Crystal, Bilal, and Ren, shout out to y'all. Um, like I said, for y'all putting out y'all's site and they kind of just like, you know, lighting a fire under me to go and, you know, reevaluate my stuff, my stuff or whatever, and get, and get my stuff back in order because cause what ended up happening is yesterday, uh, I spent probably, I think, like six hours or so from basically from like 4 p.m. till 11, a little bit past 11, 11.30 last night working on my website, making tweaks, making adjustments because there was, you know, like a bit small stuff that I've been like, I need to fix that. I should figure out how to fix that or whatever. And just hadn't gotten, gotten around to do it, but it was like, no, I need to sit down and actually look at my site. It's like, this is my baby. This is like one of the proudest things that I've done since I started podcasting, aside from the podcast itself, is me building and designing that website. So, and speaking of which, it's dannystalk.com. Go check it out. Let me know what you think. But, so, I went, did some research because, okay, there was some stuff I needed to tweak, to add, to change. And some of it I knew how to do. Some of it I hadn't, you know, touched my site in a big way like that in a while, you know, of course, you know, I'm, I touch it pretty frequently, especially since I've been doing YouTube because I got to, you know, add that stuff on there. But there's a lot of like back end stuff that I realized I hadn't touched in like a couple of months. And so I went and went to work. So, you know, made some adjustments. And like I said, it was a lot of time put into it, but it's a lot of time that needed to be spent because like this podcast that website is my foundation for wherever I might go you know in, in this journey you know because like I said I I have already done way more in this short time since I've been podcasting than I ever imagined you know I would be doing even within my first year like I said, just all the people I've gotten to work with, to collaborate with, to network, to meet, to guest, be a guest on other people's podcasts and stuff, whatever. So, yeah. So, yeah, so I went, did the work on the website, uh, you know, and, and even stuff like, like I realized I was like, because okay, I did the, the main like 
tweaks and stuff I wanted to do. Like I made sure I got all the, you know, like like subscribe links and stuff to all the different uh, podcast platforms. And I adjusted some font issues that was going on on one of my pages, made some tweaks here and there. And then, you know, looking at other people's pages or whatever, something simple that I realized I didn't have was a freaking contact me page. Because I'm like, I'm like, you know, I don't necessarily get that much traffic, if any, on my website most of most days. But I'm like, man, what if on the one time somebody came, they wanted to actually reach out or whatever. I don't have really any of my stuff on there. So I went, you know, created a contact me page and and all that fun jazz. So. uh so yeah, so but but yeah, me saying all that, like I said, was just, you know, like I said, it was just part of this mind frame I've been in lately, to where it's been like, yes, I could, and I really want to watch more of this anime. I really want to watch more BoJack Horseman. I really want to, you know, do more of this and more of that. But like, but it, it also was a thing to where it was like, you know what? Let me get some nourishment for my brain. And same thing with my pot with my podcast listening I've been doing. I've fallen behind on some of some of my favorite podcasts because like I said, I've been kind of listening and learning, taking notes from some of these other podcasts that I mentioned a while ago. And yeah, it, it, it was really just a thing of like, you know, I'm like, okay. I, I really want to listen to these people talk more about this game I've been playing or I really want to just hear these people, you know, just goof off or whatever. But it's like, man, it's like, okay, the two hours I could have spent listening to this podcast, even, you know, even, yes, I am doing other stuff, you know, while, like I'm listening to while I'm at work or on my drive to work or doing stuff around the house or whatever. But it's like, I could do that. I could be watching this show or... I could, you know, instead of watching the show, instead of catching up, catching up on a bunch of anime and some manga and stuff yesterday evening slash night, I was working on my website for six plus hours. Uh, same thing today. Still listen to some of those podcasts, whatever I would normally used to listen to on a Monday morning. Eh, I'm listening to more of these other podcasts and interviews and stuff, whatever, because like I said, I, I know I, I know how I am. And that is something about this type of stuff is knowing yourself. And I I have been in many awesome positions and situations over the years that I, I did not fully capitalize on the situations I was in. I didn't learn everything that I know I could have learned in those opportunities. Like prime example, one of my biggest jobs I ever got was I got a contract job working at Microsoft when I was, what was a 23, 24, something like that. And I, now don't take no, don't get me wrong. I learned a crap ton, but considering where I was at and what I was doing, I should have learned. I could have learned so much more, but and, 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 and I don't even want to say it was things like, oh, I was being young and da, 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 because that's not always an excuse because a lot of these people that I've you know, been watching over the last couple of weeks or whatever, they are currently, you know, early to mid, late 20s. And they, you know, you know, got 
things right and they you know are you know now multi-millionaires and all this other stuff whatever so it's like it's not necessarily like like always an age thing but I just feel like I got too comfortable and too lax and then that that opportunity you know just went on because because the work I was doing there I was working with of course like I said I was working internally as a contractor but I was working within the eternal lab team at Microsoft headquarters here in Dallas over in Irving or Las Colinas area and that means I got to see and work with some of the latest tech stuff that you know wouldn't be out for months or a year I was seeing I was working with you know new gadgets new I was working with virtualization technology I was working with cloud technology and it's like man you know, like I said, I learned a crap ton, but it was a drop in the bucket to what I potentially could have walked away from uh, when I, you know, when my contract and stuff ended up there. Um, you know, so that that was one situation. And then, you know, even, even when even when I worked at Parkland Hospital, you know, now now that I feel, I feel like I did, you know, some good things there, but I feel like I could have did way more. And so it's like, okay, here I am now. I'm 31. And, you know, working contract currently. My contract for my current job or whatever is going to be up at the end of the year. And so that's basically going to be a situation where it's like, okay, either they're going to bring me on full time. And hopefully with that, you know, it comes with a pretty decent pay bump. Or I need to figure out something else. And so what I am doing with my time because to be honest my, my job currently it is pretty it is super chill super relaxed like like when when I think about the fact that I am working for pretty much the same amount of money doing little to nothing most of my day when for for that same amount of money I was my last job I was the only IT tech and for the whole company that had like 10 to 15 buildings across DFW Metroplex and, you know, a couple hundred employees. And I was kind of like the main in-house IT person for all of that. So I am enjoying having this downtime, but I am maximizing that time. And so that's kind of like another topic I want to, or another extension of this topic I want to go on is utilizing and maximizing your downtime or or making the best of the time you have. I guess it's the better way for me to phrase it because, you know, uh, of course, you know, hey, we're all, you know, we all got different living situations and stuff. You know, you might be busy, you know, with family, wife, husband, kids, whatever the case may be, your day job, whatever. But I feel like a lot of us, and especially speaking for myself, is that sometimes we do have windows of opportunity, time to use, but sometimes we don't realize we have that time until we kind of like pause, take a step back and look around. It's like, whoa, okay. Like example, you know, we all do it. We all get lost, you know, browsing through Facebook, looking at one post and reading this thread or getting stuck on a Twitter rabbit hole on for for hours same thing with youtube watch all these funny goofy videos or whatever and it's like even just like time like that it's time that could potentially be repurposed and reorganized because like, like i talked about before 
you know, uh, back when I first started this podcast and, and I started, you know, doing my manga read throughs for series and stuff, I would use my time when I had to take my kids to track practice because it's like, you know what? I have to sit here for, or they have track practice for two hours. So I could sit here and just browse my phone, watch a movie or whatever, or I'm going to use that time to read, you know, to read this manga I've been wanting to read. Well, now I have extended that further towards like, okay, I can use this time since I'm kind of sitting here idle or, or the, the, the work I do, like I, like I mentioned before, I work in IT. Um, but right now what I'm doing is a lot of just kind of like, just like inventory project management and device setup and configurations. And so, you know, with that, with that type of work, you know, I can easily multitask with, you know, have my headphones on, listen to a podcast or whatever while I'm doing the work I need to do. And so that is, you know, roughly eight hours of my day minimum that I'm there at work doing what I need to do or just sitting there. So it's like, you know what? Let's work on myself because like I said, I kind of have this timetable now that, okay, my contract is going to be up for better or worse at the end of this year. So about five months from now. So I want to maximize that time because like I said, it could be, Hey, they'd be like, Hey Robert, you've been doing an awesome job. Let's bring you on full time. Here's all this money. Cool. Or it could be like, you know what? Contracts over. We're not going to do the contract and I have to find another job. And then if that were to happen, I might not have, you know, all this leisure time for lack of a better term to do stuff I want to do. Cause, cause honestly that that's how I've gotten, I feel like that's how I have gotten to advance as far as I have with my podcast stuff. Now, some people like, like might look at the numbers and be like, ah, you know, I don't get that many plays or downloads or whatever, but the groundwork, the foundation I've been laying for this podcast for whatever else might come, you know, like investing in equipment, doing research and stuff, whatever, all that stuff is valuable because like I said, I don't know where things might be five, six months from now or a year from now. And so I am doing my best to maximize the time I have while I have it because when the end of this year comes and whatever happens with my job contract, I do not want to look back at this last five months, this last year and be like, man, I wasted so much time because because I already did that. So like like earlier this year, granted, you know, I was dealing with, you know, the loss of my, my mother and sister and stuff and you know, end of last year, beginning of this year. So that part I won't beat myself up about. But, you know, a little bit early, you know, a little bit past that or whatever, it was like, okay, some time kind of went to waste in, in some sense. But like I said, the, the the important thing is that I realized that and that now I am ca- trying my best to capitalize on that. Now, the part of, okay, like, well, Robert, how, do, how are you going to turn this into, you know, a bigger success or whatever? I do not know. I do not know all the answers for that because, you know, it's like, hey, you know what? Maybe the right person listens to my podcast someday and then, you know, share it in the right group and everybody loves me. And then all of a sudden, hey, 
Robert's getting a, you know, $60 million Spotify deal or something. Or I am doing something else. Like I said, it is all about looking at the options, seeing what's out there. Because like I said, my day job is IT. I used to do IT work on the side around Dallas-Fort Worth area. But the last time I like super really did that, like like I was on like super hard before Vash was born. You know, just because, you know, we had the time and stuff and the way our life structure was, I was able to go out and travel around the Metroplex and go work on people's computers and set up stuff, whatever. But that kind of slowed down, you know, when when life changes happened and I got to do that a little bit, you know, last year because through my previous job, I networked with a lot of people and coworkers that I met at the job and did some work for some of them and their families and friends and stuff. But once again, haven't been able to do it too much again, but that is a potential opportunity. And so, yeah, like I said, it's all about maximizing your time and using your time efficiently. Um, I have been looking in places that I feel a lot of people in this space might not necessarily think to look, whether it be for promotional purposes, to get my name out there, to network, to build. And yeah, I, I feel I feel like if I had to say like, like, OK, like what is something that kind of like separates me or make me unique from, you know, uh, from the hundreds of others of you out there that are doing podcasts and different stuff like that? I feel like for me and at least like for the space I'm in is is like I said, my my researcher mindset and me, I I guess just just the way I think. And so I I, I had, you know, I had a conversation with with my close friend Gooch the other day and and, and a shout out to you, Gooch, if you're listening um, whenever you're listening to this. (laughs) But we always have such great conversations because, you know, we, we don't get to talk all the time because, you know, I'm busy with my life and family stuff, whatever. He's busy with his family. He has a newborn baby uh, who is very adorable. Love her. And, you know, he's, you know, a network engineer by day, does telemedicine work and all these other awesome things. But when we do get to link up and talk, I feel like at least speaking for, for my side of the conversation is that I always come back feeling renewed and rejuvenated from those talks. And, you know, we, we both kind of, you know, keep up with each other, even if we don't talk for prolonged periods of time all the time, me and him are mentally in the same head space as far as like, kind of like how we think and operate in some aspects. But we also both know like, hey, there are some things that I'm better at than he is and there are some things he's better at than I am. But the collaboration, the working together, we help cover each other's weak spots and stuff. And so, you know, with like I said, with, with that being said, you know, like I said, having a conversation with him and catching up and then like I said, with all these interviews and podcast stuff, whatever I've been listening to about, you know, tech and um, entrepreneurship and you know, building your own business and side hustles and all these different things, whatever it's like, it's like, okay, you know, it is never too late to change your life, to 
do better to be better because I had to make sure that, you know, I'm not getting that mindset because I know a lot of people, especially when you have start having kids and stuff, whatever, some people feel like, man, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in my thirties. I got kids. I don't really have the time to, to work on myself and pursue my dreams. And I'm here to say that is a lie, <laughs> you know? Yes. Yes. I understand. Yes, you are busy, but it can be done. You know, like I said, it, you know, like I said, it might not be easy, but it can be done, but it takes a lot of discipline, a lot of work ethic and structure and setting a solid foundation for yourself in order to make those things happen and holding yourself accountable for those goals and things that you have set. And so, yeah, that that is kind of, you know, where, where I am at the moment. Um, like I said, I, I am just kind of, I feel like I am in a, in a positive, energized headspace at the moment where it's like, okay, I'm listening to all this good stuff, but it doesn't do me any good if I don't do anything with all this knowledge I am learning with. Because like I said, I've squandered that more times than I can count over the years to where it's like, okay, hey, I'm in a good working environment or whatever. I can learn a lot, but I'm not doing that. I'm just kind of like doing the bare minimum I'm coasting along and then you know I look back whatever and it's like man I've had some good jobs over the years where where did all that money go you know and so and 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 where where's all this experience I should have gained from those opportunities and so like I said I I know better you know I I expect better of myself or, or I should expect better of myself And so, you know, here I am at 31 years old, like I said, just I'm finally doing my best to make those right moves and push in the correct direction, you know, to, to, yeah, to, to, like I said, to, to try to change and, and do better and build better. And, and, and a important part of this journey I'm on, you know, has been, you know, my, my awesome wife and having her there to kind of help balance me out, help keep me in check, you know, in, in all the ways, you know, as far as like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm overworking myself. Like I did a couple weeks ago and she was like, all right, Hey, no content creation for, you know, for three days or whatever. Cause you need to rest to, you know, kind of like supporting, you know, my ideas and passions like me doing this podcast or whatever she was super supportive uh, supportive of it you know she's you know you know she'd be uh <laughs> you know shouting shouting out my podcast and talking about me to to her friends and stuff because she's in all different types of groups and group chats and discussions and all this stuff whatever with a lot of different people from all walks of life and so I appreciate that of her and you know and and she's also you know in the process of trying to build and further establish her own stuff because she she does her own so because i mentioned before where she makes jewelry out of crystals or crystal gems so like necklaces bracelets and, and things of that nature um and shout out it's a uh, raining crystals underscore on instagram um or if 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 you can't find it because there, there is like some other raining crystals thing that's not her so uh but yeah, but if, if you're interested in learning more about that, you know, just hit me up, email me, 
you know, at dnttpodcast at gmail.com or DM me on Twitter or Instagram, whatever the case may be. But like I said, having, having a wife, having a partner that is also, you know, we're both kind of in this thing to like, okay, you know, we, we have gone in and out of some holes over the years as like, okay, we really need to get out of this rut because, you know, we're, we're both dealing with, you know, our own personal grievances, you know, me losing my sister and my mother, her losing her grandfather, who was like a father to her. You know, we've both been battling with those things over this last year, but we both know like, okay, hey, this next important, this next year is super key and important for us and for the future of our family. And so we're both working our butts off to learn, grow, do what we can, do what we need to do in order to make a better life for ourselves, for our kids, for our families as a whole, you know, because we don't want to, you know, we're ready to get out of this, out of this tiny freaking, you know, three bedroom apartment, you know, that feels like it could fall apart at any moment and get into a nice, comfortable space. We want, you know, we want to be able to, to live, a step above comfortable to where it's like, okay, you know what? We are handling business. We're able to, you know, take care of the bills and the bare necessities, but we are also able to support our kids and ourselves in whatever they want to do. Cause I, I, I don't want, you know, in a handful of years for when Vash start doing sports or activities and especially as my other kids start getting, you know, they get, they're about to hit their teens. So this sports and activity lifestyle that we're already in is about to accelerate a tenfold in the next couple of years. But we also don't want our kids to miss out on any more opportunities. And so we feel like, you no, know, we've been very fortunate to be able to, you know, sign them up for basketball and track and all these different activities and stuff. But because we know a lot of kids do not get that opportunity. I didn't get that opportunity growing up. I didn't get to do sports and stuff until, you know, I was doing it through the school and middle school, you know, same thing, same thing with my wife. And so, you know, our kids, we got them, they've been doing stuff since they were like four or five years old. And we want to continue that trend when, Vash becomes four in the coming months and stuff, whatever, and next year get him into stuff. And so we want them to, you know, we, we want to maximize their potential. Because like I mentioned before, like, hey, my daughters are really big into art and drawing and being artistic. There's somebody I've been following on Twitter for a while that's an artist. I DM terms like, hey, what are some tools and supplies I can get my daughters to do what they need to do? And I went out and I got those tools and supplies to facilitate that passion because you know we see all the time or i've started to see more and more these younger and younger people in these younger generations starting their own businesses as teenagers as kids because kids have all these great ideas but a lot of times they are just in the in these living environments to where those ideas just never get to see the light of day just because either they don't have the support of their family behind them or their family and stuff might support what they want to do but they don't have the money the finances and stuff to to bring it to fruition and so so yeah so like i said that that's kind of where i'm where we are at is kind of like at these at the starting line of like okay laying the foundation doing the groundwork 
which is like I said, that's why I spent six plus hours yesterday on my website doing a bunch of back end stuff because I'm like, okay, I know all this SEO and all this different stuff is going to matter at some point. It might not matter today, it might not matter next year, but I know at some point this will be beneficial to me because like example, my YouTube videos, I went and I looked at some 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 big YouTube channels I've been following for a while, like Roger Space, Taking One on One, King of Lightning, and you know, different people like that. Uh Aaron on Demand, or a person that I found recently that's been very influential in me learning a lot of stuff. And just seeing even just simple stuff like, okay, like how, how are they titling their videos? What are they using? And some of them I noticed, you know, they'll have the title, but then within the title, they have like the little like vertical line and then they'll have the name of their channel. Because what I was noticing was I was, you know, searching through YouTube, you know, Dan needs to talk, but only like one video was popping up and I'm like, okay, I have like eight, nine videos at this point. And then I made that one tweak to where I added that Danny's to talk within, you know, my naming scheme of my video, I searched for Danny's to talk. Now majority of them are popping. I'm like, okay, small stuff like that. You know, I, I do this stuff all the time. I, I search random strings of words, you know, dad manga, dad anime, uh, you know, kids track, whatever stuff, whatever. And just saying, you know, Dallas podcast, you know, Dallas manga, whatever random string of words, I do that stuff all the freaking time. And I feel like that is my strong suit is because like I said, Hey, maybe everybody's out there doing it. I just don't know it, but I feel like that is something unique to the way I think. And like I said, I think that is what me having that mentality and me doing those things now four months in will be something I will look back on in the future as like, Hey, me doing that groundwork back then led to whatever future success is awaiting for me in the future. So, so yeah, so I think, I think I'm going to wrap up this topic. Like I said, I just wanted to just, like I said, just really, like I said, I'm just like in a really good mental head space of like, okay, being creative, being hungry. Cause like I said, I don't know where, my passion, my desire might take me, but while I am figuring it out, like I said, I am maximizing my time. I am doing my best to use my time efficiently. And and of course, like I said, that's not to say, like, hey, of course, there's still days and moments where I'll still just be scrolling through Twitter or Facebook or whatever for, you know, hours on end and I'm blinking like, crap, where did the time go? Not saying there's anything wrong with it, but doing it in moderation you know, that shouldn't be an all day, every day thing, you know, it's like, Hey, every now and then, but it's like, you know what, those two hours, you know, you wasted scrolling through Twitter or, you know, watching, you know, those, those adorable cat videos on YouTube or watching, you know, all these, uh, anime reactions and stuff. You could be learning. You could be training yourself because you can learn so much. You can self teach yourself so much to at least like get you in the door. And so, yeah. And so, you know, like, like, you know, just, just to, to end this part of the conversation and then I'll get into the other topics and stuff. It's just, I just want to say thank you again to everybody out there that, like I said, that has supported me from the beginning, people that are supporting me now, people that are just finding me, people in the future. If, if this is years down the line and you're listening to this podcast episode from 
July 2021. Thank you for for your support. Like I said, for for, you know, showing up and listening to <laughs> me just ramble for for hours on end each week. Um, like I said, it, it means a lot just knowing, like, okay, hey, I'm putting in work. Somebody out there appreciates it, but this is the, the groundwork and the foundation uh, for, for what is to come. But, yeah, uh, yeah, and, and last little note I want to say as far as, like, with the, with the consumption stuff is well, it's whatever, because I've noticed, too, that, like, since I started podcasting, a lot of my habits have super changed because used to be every Sunday when the new manga chapters come out, I would literally spend hours watching reactions to those chapters. And, and yeah, you know, just, just because, you know, I, I was just so hype. I was like, oh, like, ooh, that was a super good chapter of One Piece. Ooh, let, let me go see what, what Roger's Pace, what Roger's Pace thought. Oh, let me go see what... You know, uh, King of Lightning thought, oh, let me go see what Sawyer Seven Mage, oh, let me go see what Sun Patch, you know, 94 things. All these people, and like I say, it was just like hours would just melt away. I don't do that anymore. I like, and, and, and it was a while before I realized that I had stopped doing that. But yeah, it, it's just like, I, I enjoy doing that. And of course, you know, like, you know, I'll, I'll still, you know, from time to time pepper it in and watch that stuff. But like I said, I am nowhere near that. And and I feel like I have gained back so much time, so many hours of my day in life, <laughs> you know, not doing those same habits anymore. Like I said, it's like, yes, I'll still check out some of them here and there, but I don't literally go through a multi-hour gauntlet of watching, you know, six, seven people reacting to the same chapter or the same episodes, all that stuff, whatever. I, I have severely dropped that down. And so I definitely thank the, you know, me doing this podcast stuff for helping me in that endeavor. But yeah, like I said, uh, just, just like I said, just shout out to everybody out there. And like I said, I hope, you know, I, I know I went long on that almost, you know, for like 40 minutes or so, whatever. But, you know, I feel like, I feel like discussions like this is stuff that I want to continue to bring into the main podcast proper. You know, in the past, this is something I would kind of like, you know, toss that as a separate thing. And I saying that I still won't do that, but I want to continue to build the unique identity for me, for my podcast, for what I do. And yeah, there'll be some episodes where the main topic might be, you know, a big movie that came out or a new, you know, a manga series that I checked out or it might be some life talk like this because yeah so sometimes we, we just need to sit down and have these heart to hearts but I hope that somebody out there took something positive away from this conversation and I hope that we all find success in whatever we are trying to do because um, yes there's a lot of people podcasting there's a lot of people in tech there's a lot of people in all these different fields but there is room there is a space for all of us to carve out our own little corners of the space and yeah I'm gonna wrap it up there so let's take a quick little pause and gonna come back and talk about some video games all right so big for me <laughs> but New game I have been checking out 
It's called Death's Door. Now, here, here, listen to this awesome music from Death's Door. Yeah, the music has been so good in that game. But yeah, Death's Door. Um, so yeah, so this game just came out last week. It is out on Xbox and PC at the moment. Um, no no news or anything if it's going to be coming to other platforms. But it is out on Xbox and PC. Um, it's $20. I am playing it on Xbox. And yeah, so, so the basic premise of the game, so... The game, let me get the details for you. So, Death's Door is developed by Acid Nerve and published by Devolver Digital. Um, released on July 20th, 2020, July 20th, 2021. <laughs> Tongue twister there. Um, and these are the developers. So, the previous game that they made was a game called Titan Souls. So that game came out several years back at this point, but it was kind of like a like a boss boss rush game. I never played it. I have it. I got it for free on PlayStation Plus or something at some point. So I have it. I just you know haven't played it or whatever. But playing this, I might go back and at least like check it out. But so Death's Door is basically kind of like a it's basically structured like an old school Zelda game, like Link to the Past type of game. And you play the character that you play as is this little crow. So like so most of the people in the in the world are either, you know, animals or creatures of some sort. So, yeah, so you play as this crow and basically the game kind of starts off with you on a mission. So I guess let me step. You're a crow. That's like a grim reaper. So you're going out on missions to like, you know, take souls or whatever. So basically you're on a mission to to kill somebody and then that mission ends up failing and the soul that you went there to get ends up getting stolen by somebody. And so basically then you set out, then you have to set out on this mission to basically, you know, get to and reclaim that soul. And so that requires you to adventure through these kind of like three main areas that are branched off of this one kind of like castle hub area and yeah so yeah yeah you're gonna be going through these three different areas finding these different bosses acquiring their souls to get to the to the main end thing and so yeah so overall the the game i have really been enjoying it uh i don't know if i don't know if i've ever mentioned on the podcast or not i need to do like a (laughs) a game centric episode but yeah but a link to the past is one of my favorite games of all time and so you know this game so you know you so you know you have your different weapons that you're getting your different uh magical abilities so you're getting stuff like a like a, a bow and arrow a bomb ability uh fireballs there might be some type of like hook shot hook shot or a grappling hook thing, whatever. I haven't gotten it yet, but you know, you see certain things in the environment. It's like, okay, I can't get to here, or I can't get past this wall, or whatever yet. But you can tell you that you're gonna need some type of item or device. So yeah, and, and like I said, you get these different items and weapons and stuff. 
And as you defeat enemies, they drop these basically souls. And so you you turn in the souls to upgrade your characters, you know, uh, combat power, magic power, speed and things of that nature. And yeah, it, it has been like a really good, satisfying gameplay flow for me. You know, I feel like it has just the right difficulty curve for me to where it's like, it's like, okay, like some of the areas you go in are challenging enough to where it's like, man, this is BS. Why am I losing? No, it's more of like, okay, this is a, a solid challenge. And then when you get past certain areas, you know, it's like, okay, that was good. That was awesome. You know, getting past that. And so I I feel like. You know, and, and I've heard people talk about this on other podcasts and stuff, but I agree that I feel like one of the strongest suits of the game has been the boss fights. So I fought two of the bosses so far. Um, one of them was this kind of like witch lady, and this other one was like this uh, frog king. And both of those was really cool, really fun boss fights. Um, I, I really liked the, the frog one. And yeah, but uh, aside from that, you know, you're just kind of finding a bunch of like other random enemies. You can hit back certain projectiles, um, like they shoot like an ice ball at you or whatever. You can whack it back. Um, and yeah, um, you know, one, one thing that is, you know, sometimes a bit frustrating, but, you know, it definitely kind of like puts me back in the mindset of, you know, how, how games were back in the day is that this game doesn't have a map. So, <laughs> so yeah, so, so, you, you know, you're going through these different areas and stuff and there's a lot of backtracking through these through these areas because, like I said, you know, you're you're coming across areas to where it's like, okay, clearly, you know, I'm gonna need something to to get over to this other side or whatever the case may be. And so, yeah, so some sometimes it can be a bit confusing and stuff trying to go through these areas, but you know, not having a map. So trying to remember is like, okay, I remember seeing a door over here, or I remember seeing this breakable wall then now that I have the bomb ability I can go through and stuff like that so that part is a bit frustrating but like I said it, it definitely you know takes you back to those old school you know link to the past vibes but actually now I think about it link to the past you had a map <laughs> but anywho y'all, y'all kind of get the point I'm you know trying to trying to uh trying to convey at least hopefully but um but yeah the, the game like I said has been very fun it it is structured in a way to where you know, I, I haven't really play, I haven't really got to play it too much in the last couple of days, but when I was playing it, you know, mid last week to Saturday, it was structured in a way to where I was able to kind of like play through a whole area or majority of an area, you know, each afternoon, and that was very awesome and very satisfying for me because you know, like I mentioned in the past, because of my lifestyle with my family and kids and stuff, whatever, I can't really devote as much time as what I used to to all these super long, you know, 100-hour games and stuff, whatever. So hearing that this game is generally under 10 hours, but a little bit more than 10 hours, you know, if you want to go through and find every secret, every nook and cranny, every item or whatever, you know, then I heard it might knock around like 15 or so hours. But hearing, but, um, but yeah, so, yeah, 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 doing that stuff, uh, sorry. My kids came into the room, so they threw me off my train of thought. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. Overall, like I said, the main point is the game has been awesome. The game has been fun. Um, oh, okay, yeah. I was talking about the the bite size 
way that it's structured or whatever, yeah, it, it's been awesome. Like, okay, you know what? I can play for 30 minutes or an hour and make some type of progress because, you know, in, in the way of like 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 the old school Zelda game or even kind of like the Souls games or Hollow Knight to where you're unlocking shortcuts, you're, you're unlocking alternate routes. Even sometimes just, just playing for like 30 minutes or so, whatever, and just making my way through an area to the point where it's like, okay, uh, you know, I unlocked that gate from the other side. I was able to drop down that ladder or whatever. I'm making some form of meaningful progress. Now, the only downside I feel like, like, like to the game or whatever, I feel like is sometimes, sometimes it feels like, you, you know, the character isn't moving as fast as you would like them to. Now, who knows? Maybe like once I have fully maxed out, all their stats and everything that they'll be zipping around the screen or whatever. But sometimes it's like, man, if you were just like a hair quicker, you know, sometimes it, sometimes it feels like it's not as fully responsive as I would like. But like I said, I hope that maybe that's just, Hey, I just need to invest more in these fields as far as like dexterity or speed or whatever, um, to, to help clean up those areas. And then, uh, yeah. Um, Oh, and like I said earlier, the music is freaking awesome. Um, the environments look really cool. Um, yeah, I, I just love like like when I'm walk, walking through like the castle area and like the wind is blowing and stuff like that. Um, there's little creatures, these like little like flower looking creatures that are just kind of hanging around in the different little areas. And if you walk up to them, whatever, you know they like you, and then they start following you around for a little bit within the area and stuff. So, but um, yeah. Like I said, that that the game is called uh, Death's Door, and yeah, definitely check it out. Like I said, it's on Xbox and PC. Um, I, I am very glad that I that I ended up giving this game a chance because honestly, I I almost thought about waiting to later to buy it because honestly, I still haven't finished Ratchet and Clank, which that's something else I need to just you know what, just take a Saturday free time or whatever and just finish it up just be done with it because i haven't you know it's i haven't finished it now because i have i wasn't loving the game because i remember on previous episodes i was talking about how much how much i was loving that game it was just life happened you know you got tournaments and track meets and all this stuff whatever going on and it's like you know if i got some downtime i'm just i'm reading i'm watching something whatever so i definitely want to go back to that or whatever but with debt when death's door came out last week and it was kind of like the topic of conversation and especially like i said that that's one thing i love about indie games is a lot of times the the uh cost for entries usually tends to be super low and so for me i can justify like you know what giving a chance on something for 20 bucks or less because you know as opposed to if, if it was like a 70 dollars game like eh probably have to wait on that but here and they're like you know what it's 20 bucks and it was actually on discount it was like 16 you know for, for like a launch sale or whatever so like, you know what okay, this is 16 bucks whatever sure let, let's try it or whatever and like i said i'm glad i did because at first i was like eh, okay you know what maybe i'll finish ratchet and clank rift apart first and then i'll try this but my but part of my brain was like you know what no let's just try it or whatever like i said don't cost that much so let's give it a shot so anyway definitely glad i did like i said go try death's door like I said, if you are a fan of old school zelda link to the past type of games then this might be right up your alley so yeah death's door so 
moving on, I'm trying to think, uh, don't really have, no, I, I don't have too much to say as far as like, what I've been watching because I, I kind of have paused on my, uh, on my Bojack Horseman watching for the time being. Um, and, and that's mainly just because we're about to travel out of town and I know, you know, <laughs> I know that we're going to be in a hotel. There's going to be some downtime or whatever. Of course, we, you know, we're going to go out and do some stuff, but I know, you know, those late nights or whatever, while we're waiting for something to go on, I'm going to have some free time. So I think, so what I, I decided to just take a break on it. And I'll just download a bunch of episodes to my phone of that and maybe be stars and something else and watch that while we're on the trip and stuff. So um, and plus, you know, those of you that have watched BoJack Horseman know it can be emotionally draining sometimes with, with some of those episodes. And so, you know, I've I've been, you know, four and a half seasons in like a week and a half so it's like okay you know what this is a lot of emotion stuff going on <laughs> i need to pause and go do something else for a bit so yeah so you know i watched some episodes but i'm gonna pause on that talk about that more in the future um only thing i do want to talk about real quick and this will be just really quick is the most recent episode of tokyo revengers so Oof. And of course, spoilers. So this is uh, episode 16 of Tokyo Revengers anime. So. Meh. Obviously, you know, though, those that know, you know, I, I have already been I, I jumped over to reading the manga after episode three. So, you know, I, I, I went through this scene, this flashback a little over a month ago now. But still, seeing it in motion did not make it hurt. Even knowing what was coming did not make it hurt any less. The flashback to Baji and uh, I think it's Kuzatora. They had good intentions. Kuzatora had good intentions of like, hey, I found this this bike that looks just like the one. You know, I know this kind of like Mikey's dream dream motorcycle or bike, or whatever. Let's steal it. And the end result being that the shop they were selling it from was owned by Mikey's brother. Man, that 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 twist, that reveal just uh, it, it just like just hits you right in the gut, right in the heart of two of Mikey's closest friends are responsible for his brother's death. And so, yeah, that that was just kind of just wild just seeing that kind of play out, you know, animated and stuff. And yeah, <laughs> that that's really all I wanted to just say about that. It was just like, yeah, that, that moment still hit. And I feel like that this is kind of like just the beginning of the pain. Now, not to say there hadn't been pain before in the series, in the anime, but yeah, when when I was reading this, this is kind of like what just accelerated things for me from one to 1,000. Just when I got to this, it was like, okay, I got to blaze through and see what's going on, what's coming up next. But uh, but yeah, yeah, Tokyo Revengers, still really good. If, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Um, trying to think, uh, 
uh, yeah, don't really want to talk about anything else too much or whatever. Uh, I, I guess I'll just give a quick shout out. Like me, me and the kids watched uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy. And I'll just say real quick, it, it was it was OK. You know, it, it, it wasn't nothing super special for me, you know, because uh, because honestly, it really didn't even hit me too much, even just like like nostalgia wise. Um, but, you know, I, I watched it, you know, me and the kids watched it and we, we had a good fun time, you know, just and, and, and of course, like I, I am curious, like, you know, 20 years from now. How will they look back on this Space Jam movie? You know, will it be as fondly as, you know, how I looked back on or how fondly I look back on the original one? Now, who knows? Maybe not. Um, I, I, I will say I did appreciate all the references that they had. in there. They had like so many references to all the other freaking uh, Disney properties and stuff. Sorry. Not Disney. Good Lord. Uh, Warner Brothers properties and stuff. So you saw like some Harry Potter stuff. You saw some Iron Giant, King Kong, uh, a bunch of stuff. Um, I think I think I saw the Jetsons in there somewhere in the background. I don't know, but uh, but yeah, it, it was you know like I said, it was solid. The, the the kids we were dying laughing during the the main game in the movie where you know all the wacky Looney Tunes shenanigans that's going on on the court and stuff but like i said kids had fun like I said, especially in that latter half uh obviously a lot of the references and stuff that they were pulling out went well over my kids heads because you know me i'm i'm in my in my head i'm like ooh, the iron giant ooh, ooh the that matrix reference my kids didn't you know went right over their head a lot of stuff so you know it is what it is which you know that's why I like so i'm kind of curious like how that might kind of go like i said when they look back on this in the future or whatever because uh because a shocking moment for me one of my kids she didn't know freaking bugs bunny and i'm like i'm like oh lord what have have, have i not been parenting right because bugs bunny show up or whatever and then i'm like hey do you know who i, I asked when i was like hey do y'all know who that is and she was like no i'm like what <laughs> so I was, I was like, okay, man, maybe we need to do like a, like a Looney Tunes, like an old school Looney, Looney Tunes, uh, watch a thon or something. Cause I'm like, okay, you don't know, you don't know freaking Bugs Bunny. Okay. I need to re reevaluate my, my parenting stuff. But, but anyway, like I said, it was, it was an okay movie. You know, like I said, it definitely doesn't touch any highs or any high emotions like what I had with that original movie because come on freaking the soundtrack to the original movie all that stuff just that original intro come on and slam and welcome to the jam come on now i believe i can fly all that stuff man <sighs> monica i will cross the ocean for you all that stuff banger 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 but anywho Shit, but still, hey, shouts out to LeBron. Hey, I ain't mad at you doing your thing. You know, you you have been, you know, immortalized, you know, within the 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 Looney Tunes verse. Cause hey, it was cool seeing him in all these different like cartoon styles and all that stuff. Whatever. Hey, I would be overjoyed. I don't care what you thought about my movie, but hey, have you been cartoon cartoonized? And did you get to hang out with Porky Pig and Daffy Duck? Okay, didn't think so. But anyway, 
<laughs> so yeah, that that that's enough. Like I said about you know uh, that movie, and like I said, not too much else on on what I've been watching because man, I I had wrote out this so last week because I knew that like okay, Shona Jump was a lot of chapters were going to be off this week, so I had made this big outline of like okay, I'm gonna catch up on drag the Dragon Quest anime, I'm gonna catch up on this anime, I'm gonna catch up on that. And no, didn't do any of that, you know. Uh, so yeah, so um, and, and I guess I'll just give a quick shout out um, to both uh, Remake Our Life and Remain. Both of those still awesome shows. I'm not, I'm not going to talk in depth about either one of them, but both had really good episodes this weekend. Super awesome shows. Um, Remain, it actually made me pay attention to the freaking uh the uh, U.S. women's water polo match and just seeing them just like freaking crush China. <laughs> and, and, and and it was also cool seeing um, a black woman on the water polo team. So that's kind of like, like a historic first, especially like for the Olympics, I think. So, so shouts out to her. Um, and yeah, so let's dive into talking about some manga and, and webtoon stuff too. So today... With the, with what I've been reading, I, I'm gonna start off with with a special one, um, and, and I'm gonna get the name. So, uh, so first off, I want to give a shout out to a, a new podcast duo out there called the the Solar Scouts, and that's S O U L A R Scouts. So it's, their their name is a mix of Soul Eater. And Sailor Moon. So that's where the Solar Scouts come in. But I want to give a shout out to them. Two awesome ladies. Um, doing their thing. And their two awesome hosts. Cat uh, and Foxy. Um, you know like I said. They, they do a podcast talking about. Anime, manga and video games. A lot, a lot of video game stuff. And they've put out a couple of. Podcast episodes so far. And uh, yeah, go check out their YouTube channel, their podcast feed, all that fun stuff. But part of the reason why, why you know, why I mentioned them, like I said, aside from just you know showing some love to to some to some new awesome people in the space, is somebody else awesome that I got that I met through them uh, named Philip. Now Philip has, or or he he is a he is a comic artist. A, a, a new comic artist or or I should say a, a up and comer a up and coming comic artist. Um his Twitter name is at comic book underscore P and he is working on what I think is a pretty cool new webtoon called Space Crush. Now uh he just put up the first chapter today and so or recently I should say and I got a chance to read it, you know, read through it and, you know, and, and discuss, you know, my thoughts and stuff with him, or whatever. And I just wanted to just give a shout out to him and to this, uh, you know, and, and I thank you from, hey, for reaching out to me and and sending me the, the link to, to check it out. Because it, like I've said before, it, it's always cool seeing what type of stuff that people are doing in the space and so when i was listening to, when i was listening to the most recent episode of solar scouts and cat one of the hosts cat was talking about how her husband phil 
was working on a comic or something of that sort and then came across him on Twitter. We linked up talking and then when he sent me the link and I saw I saw the name, I was like, oh, you know, you're a cat's husband, so on and so forth, whatever. So, Benu, shout out to you, man. I already told you this, you know, when 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 you know when we were DMing, but I'll still say it again. Um, I enjoyed the first chapter. Um, and, and I guess I, I should give a little bit more context <laughs> for people that are listening. Like, like, what are you talking about? What, what, it, what is, what is this, this webtoon? What's it about or whatever? So I, I guess kind of like, like in a brief sense, uh, Space Crush basically follows these two, these two, uh, I'm so used to saying creatures about different stuff. These two characters, uh, named Space Crush and Neko Steel. Neko Steel is a android. Hope I'm like I said, hope I'm remember everything correctly, or whatever. It's still new in my brain. And then uh Space Crush, he is a a mutant. And so basically they, they are like a dynamic duo. If I remember correctly, I think bounty hunters if I'm remembering correctly. Um yeah, going out on missions, hunting down people and stuff. And so yeah, I I I am enjoying the you know the the look of the characters the early art and stuff and and i can already see i feel like i already can see the potential of where you know where things might grow might improve as you continue to work and hone your craft so like i said i already told you this in a message but i just want to say it again on air for the for everybody else that's listening keep doing what you're doing like i said i, I enjoy that first chapter you know i shared my couple of my super minor critiques I had, which is some of it, some of which you were already aware of, but I love that you are doing this, that, Hey, you, you have a passion for doing this and, and I can see your passion for it and your characters and the comic itself and the webtoon itself. And I look forward to chapter two and chapter three and however much more come on from there. So yeah, so go go and check out uh, this series. Like I said, it's called Space Crush. Let me see if I can get these. Say, I believe it is a Space Crush comic. Dot. Sorry, I think it's dot ghost dot io. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, Phil didn't mind me giving a shout out to that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but go check it out, and you know. Let them know what you think. Give them a shout out. Send them some love. And, you know, let, let's help, you know, help, uh, help each other, you know. So, 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 yeah. So, shout out to him and his work. And so, let's see. So, next up, let's talk about. Okay. So, so, My Hero Academia Vigilantes. So, I was way behind. Well, way behind is, is maybe a broad term, but. Be because it comes out every other week or whatever it feels like it's a longer time than what it was but I was one two three four I was six chapters behind on vigilantes so I read all six um I also did a uh Vigil- vigilantes special podcast episode with the my hero academia podcast crew so go check that out as well but uh but yeah just just really briefly uh yeah just, just seeing Koichi go against uh six and 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing Koichi versus uh, number six. Um, I, I I love the way that Koichi's quirk has continued to evolve and grow. And how, you know, at the beginning, it was just, hey, he's just using it to just, like, hover off the ground and just, like, slide and glide around. But now he's able to, like, freaking shoot projectile, projectiles at people. He's using it for, like, freaking, like, a sh- damn shield on his back in that last chapter. And, yeah, or, or like, kind of like, like a shield to, like, repel um, Six's attack and stuff. And, yeah, it, it, it's just been just really cool just seeing... Uh, like I said, just Koichi continue to learn and grow and just get better combat wise and, and everything he's doing. Uh, six, <laughs> you know, we, we talked, we talked about this on the, on the, uh, MHA podcast, but there was one panel in one of those chapters to where he looked just like freaking, um, all, all for one with just like the, like deformed face no eyes and stuff whatever and, and we you know we talked about how you know obviously that's like probably a intentional comparison look but yeah i was, I was like man is he like a, a all for one's like illegitimate child or something and then you know six doing because you know his body we found this kind of like this kind of like super shape-shifty gooey stuff he looked like he honestly looked like Clayface from batman and there was like one of the panels where he got uh attacked or something and he kind of basically just kind of like liquefied and he was like moving around kind of looking like said like looking like Clayface and stuff from batman but um but yeah overall yeah the, these chapters were pretty solid um i'm ready to see number six get taken out and for us to move on past this because like i said while i have enjoyed some parts of it, it feels like it's going on a bit long but uh but yeah my Hero Academia Vigilantes, good stuff as always. Check it out. So, next up, I'm gonna just this one's gonna be super brief too. But uh, I had finally checked out the series uh, Me and Roboco. Now, Me and Roboco, I guess we're kind of falling to the uh, kind of like gag manga category, and. Honestly, I, I'm just like not super feeling it at the moment. I, I read the first 10 chapters. Now, originally I was committed to try to do at least like uh, all 50 because it just hit its 50th chapter. So I was like, you know what? That'd be a good benchmark for me to read through those 50 chapters and give my thoughts on it. But honestly, I can only read barely 10. And like I said, that's just not that's not to say that it's bad or anything or whatever. I'm just not in the mood for that type of manga at the moment. Now, I appreciate it because they, they do freaking references and call outs to all other anime and manga out the wazoo. Every freaking chapter, there's at least like one reference to some other series. And heck, like chapter one, there's talking about a uh, Nappa from from uh, from uh, Dragon Ball Z. I saw another one talks about uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Another, another one where they talked about other series and stuff so it's, it's like there's always like a reference to something in each chapter like I said which I appreciate but just for how I am like the mindset I'm in right now towards like okay if I'm spending my time reading something watching something whatever I want to be enjoying my time and so like I've mentioned before especially you know, getting older and stuff whatever and, and just having a busy lifestyle I am not afraid to just stop or just drop something or whatever for the time being or just put something on pause. Like, you know what? 
I'll get back to this at some time later on. I'm just not in the mood to watch this, read this, whatever. And that's what I feel with me and Roboco. Now, you know, one, one of my buddies on Twitter, you know, just mentioned like, you know, like with it being a gag manga, it's fine if I just kind of skip to some of the more recent chapters or whatever. Because I know like, well, like one of the more recent chapters, there was like a My Hero Academia reference or whatever and stuff. And, and plus, like, and plus, like another thing that kind of like really got me interested in... And wanting to check it out was that I uh, earlier in the, I think like back in back in May at the end of May because it was the last it was the last episode before the one we recorded over the weekend it was the last podcast episode I had got to record uh, with the MHA crew and on that episode we had a. Uh, um, he's at Jazzy Jen on Twitter, but he, uh, he's a letterer for Shonen Jump. And one of the series that he works on is me and Roboco. And so, you know, getting to meet with me, him and talk with him on the My Hero podcast or whatever. And then him and other people are talking about the me and Roboco series. I was like, you know what? I'll give this an honest shot, especially as okay. Hey, now I actually know somebody, you know, so that kind of gave me like a little extra bump of like, Hey, okay. You know, just to show some love and respect to 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 something that somebody that I now know is working on. Let me check this out. Like I said, it's it's a funny series and stuff. Like I said, I'm just just wasn't really in the mood for it. So, but if you're out there, if you're looking for a gag manga to read, you know, it, it might be something you know worth worth uh, checking out. So yeah, me me and Roboco. Um, like I said, the first 10 chapters, like I said, were decent, but just not for me at this moment. I'll get back to it or I'll just slowly chip away at it over time. Uh, so, yeah. So next up, a series that I have been enjoying my time with and that hopefully I can maybe at least knock out a chapter or two tonight once I'm done recording is Mission Yozakura Family. I have read chapters 1 through 25 so far. And let me tell you, this is now this is where I want to spend my time. Now, like I said the other day when I was kind of like going back and forth, I was like, man, okay, do I just push myself to continue to read me and Roboco because I had made a commitment to myself that I was going to read those 50 chapters? Or instead of me forcing myself to read something that I'm just not in the mood for, let me give this other series a shot. Now, some of y'all might remember and before I had mentioned because, uh, you know, I, I had been hearing good stuff about this series for a while. And then I saw, I think it's currently at 91 chapters. And so I was like, okay, this series is getting close to 100. I want to be caught up for that 100th chapter. And so I was like, you know what? Hey, I have this podcast. Let me just start chipping away at this. And so I, I have already done a youtube video on this which i don't know may, may, maybe i should just plug that in here <laughs> uh to uh to to share my thoughts on that but now nah, but hey just if, if you want to hear more expanded thoughts whatever go check out that video on my youtube channel dan needs to talk where i talk about my thoughts and show off some art from the chapter or whatever but just kind of reiterating a little bit again so th this series is it I guess like the like the best comparison I can give it or the, the closest comparison I can give it is that it kind of uh 
puts me in the same mind frame as Spy Family. Now, those of y'all that know, I enjoy me some Spy Family, and we're going to be talking about that in the next, because Spy Family just hit its 50th chapter, but we'll talk about that in a, in a couple minutes. But, Mission Yozakura Family, uh, basically it follows the main character, um, shoot, let me pull that back up, because I had to make some uh, freaking notes, uh, Tao Asano, and so basically... The story basically kind of starts off to where like he is kind of like a like a secluded person doesn't really talk to many people or all and you know we kind of find out early on it's because at a younger age he lost his family like his you know they were in a bad car accident um, and slight spoilers for the beginning of the series but his uh, his mom dad and his sister all passed away he was the only survivor of this car wreck or whatever and so he kind of grew a fear of getting close to other people just because he was like man just as as, as, no and and i think i think if somebody else he started getting close to whatever and they ended up going away or something whatever but anywho he stopped trying to build those connections just because he feared that sense of loss and he didn't want to experience that again well a close friend of his that you know that he has known since he was uh you know since since he was young was this girl by the name of uh Masumi uh Yozakura who she is the tenth generation head of the family. They've been friends and stuff and so basically they end up in a situation to where now he has now his mission basically is to uh, protect her and so you find out early on that her family is a family of spies and so you know we, we meet all of the siblings I believe it is let me see how many of them is it let's see one two three or not not counting the head herself there are one two three four five six other siblings so you know, the, the oldest sibling, the oldest brother, uh, Kiyochiro, he is like a master spy, master assassin. Um, but he's also super obsessed with his sister. And, you know, they, they explain a bit, a bit about, uh, a bit about why, you know, he, he is like super overprotective and stuff, whatever. Some sometimes to a creepy degree, but yeah. And then there's a sister named uh, Futaba, who is a master martial artist. Uh, a brother named Shinzo, who's a master at weaponry. A sister named Shion, who is a master of uh, of like tech and gadgets. Another brother named Kanko, who's a master of disguise. And then the last brother, uh, Nanao, who is a master of like medical technology or medicine and stuff like that um and they also have a cat named goliath haven't really got to see much of the cat so far in these first 25 chapters but uh but yeah but early on like i said he ends up getting in a situation to where he ends up having to uh or the main character ends up having to uh work with his family to protect the head and so I, I I just I really I, I just really love the cast of characters and stuff. I love the MC, just like the heart that he has, the passion he has for wanting to help people to help 
protect the head of this, head of this family who is, you know, like I said, has been his one of his only friends since the accident happened with his family. And so, yeah, I, I, I guess, you know, to, to compare it to Spy Family or whatever, I would say this one definitely has way more action pieces and stuff. Um, and, and of course, that's, that's you know, partially because the main cast is a little bit bigger than than the one in Spy Family. But, um, but I love it. I, I love like all the different gadgets and weaponry that they use. Um, I'm loving all the moments of so. So basically, so through through the main character having to you know become you know more do more stuff with his family. Um, he ends up, uh, he ends up, shoot, going blank. Uh, he ends up having to train to, you know, to learn various spy techniques and, and traits and stuff. And so it was just like, just really cool seeing him learn to grow and get better at his craft and stuff. And, and, and I love him. I love a moment where. A character that that started off as just like just a normal Joe Schmo dude, and now they are this like like badass character, you know, doing these starting to to, to show signs of doing these uh, superhuman feats and stuff. Because like one of the early ones, like one of the early chapters was he uh, after he went through like the, like this like early couple months of training and stuff, whatever, was walking walking by a school or whatever, and a uh, a baseball comes flying at him or whatever and without even looking at the ball he just reaches his hands up and catches it and it's like okay and then like showing sounds like superhuman strength and different stuff or whatever and so i I love that it kind of reminded me of but of course differently but it kind of reminded me of the same vibe of when shinichi in the in the series of parasite maxim when he you know started kind of like changing and transforming his body was changing you know he's getting more physically adept and stuff whatever kind of reminded me of that same vibe and so you know it's been cool seeing him learn and grow but i also love that he has come across other spies and stuff that kind of uh kind of give him a reality check of like yo You've been doing pretty good. You're starting to make a name for yourself in the in the spy space. But I've been in this game for 10, 20 years. Let me show you something, young buck. And they put him in his place, you know, or, or you know, he might still overcome whatever obstacle, but it is not super easy. Now, much like Spy Family, you know, he also has... Or, or there is also like some like some like some funny moments and stuff, whatever, to where it's kind of like, okay, in this series, it's like, it's like, okay, spies are supposed to be a secretive thing, but they have like their own, their own magazine called, it's like, it's like Spy Weekly or something like that or whatever. And it kind of like has like all these like uh, other spies and stuff are featured in the magazine and stuff and and some of the spies have like a group chat and it, it, it's just like really cool, really funny. And yeah, I, I have like really been, really been enjoying it. And like I said, I am eager to, to continue to, uh, to read more of it and to just, uh, yeah, to just see more of, of where the series goes. Like I said, I, I, I cover a bit more in, in my YouTube videos. So please, you know, go check that out for a bit more about, like I said, I wanted to at least I give a general 
overhead view of this series, but without going like too too in depth about it or whatever. I go a little bit more in depth um in, in the YouTube video. But yeah, but definitely go go check that out and like I said, go read uh Mission Yozakura Family. Cause like I said, if you like Spy Family, I can almost guarantee that that you will love this because that that that's honestly what what ended up bridging the connection from because I was looking up something for Spy Family a few months back. And there was a YouTube channel that had did like a like a video essay talking about Spy Family. And during the conversation, they mentioned Mission Yozakura family and some of the similarities. And I was like, okay, this is giving me a better pitch than what Shonen Jump did. Because honestly, the way the way Shonen Jump has it, you know how they kind of have like the like short description thing at the top. So or like the like little like blurb or whatever. It just says romance. A crazy over a crazy overprotective brother, and dot 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 spies. You know, seeing that and then seeing like 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 the bit of the artwork that they have at the top, that did nothing for me. But actually hearing somebody say, "Hey, okay, I read Spy Family. I know what that series is like." Seeing somebody talk about it is like that, and then me actually reading it is like, "Oh, okay, this is actually like Spy Family, but like." ratcheted up even more now you know it it i would say like spy family has more wholesomeness in it not saying that this series doesn't but this series so far has like lots of lots more action and stuff in it as well so it takes it's like like i said like taking all the stuff i love about spy family but like taking it up a couple more notches and so i definitely had to talk about on this podcast do the youtube video all that stuff whatever because I've slept on this series for far too long as we're approaching chapter 100. So I'm going to be up here. Hey, spreading the word. Go check out Mission Yozakura Family. It is dope. Go check it out. So rolling right along. Like I said, speaking of Spy Family. Spy Family just reached its uh, 50th chapter. And so, you know, the, the chapter itself, I don't really have you know, a, a whole, whole lot to talk about with it. Um, you know, cause you know, we're, we're you know, there, there's the family and stuff is still on the boat, still on their trip, whatever your is still protecting the family. Anya is still trying to plot to get away from the dad so that she can go and try to assist the assist your and stuff, whatever. But just kind of looking back. And so, yeah. So yeah, like I said, I, I just want to just like, say just, just to give it a shout out, give it its flowers because like I said a while ago, Spy Family has been awesome. It, it is, Spy Family is filled with so much wholesomeness. I, I love the cast of characters, especially the daughters, uh, Anya. And, and I guess I'll back up real quick, just in case if, hey, this your first time, you know, listen to my podcast. This is your first time hearing about Spy Family. What is Spy Family? So Spy Family, uh... So basically, the the basic premise of it is that one of the main characters, uh, his code name is Twilight, but he is a master spy. And so basically, he ends up getting a mission to where he has to take out this uh, guy, this basically seemingly corrupt guy that is the head of this prestigious school. But in order for him to get close to this guy or whatever... Um, he needs to basically build a fake family. And so, like I said, his secret thing is that he's a spy. He eventually goes and finds this little girl at an orphanage 
who we later find out is a telepath. And then through certain things, whatever, after those first chapter to whatever, finds that, okay, he actually, he needs a wife as well. So he recruits this lady whose secret uh, identity is she is an assassin. So you have this mother, so you have this dad who's a spy secretly. You have this mom who's a, who's a assassin secretly. And you have the daughter who is a telepath. So she knows, the daughter knows what's going on with both of them because she can read their minds. <laughs> she can read people's minds. And so, so it, it is this like kind of funny and wholesome story of just like, you know, the mom and dad trying to do their own thing, trying to take care of their side stuff, whatever, without letting the family know. But the daughter knows what they are doing, what they do when they're not around or whatever. And so, uh, and, and shout outs to they, they, they eventually get a dog as well. I think, I think that they named the dog Bond. The dog, <laughs> I, I think it's the, it's the term precognitive or whatever. The dog can see, can like briefly see stuff in the future. So, that adds an extra wrinkle to things to where you have, like I said, the dad that's a spy, mom that's an assassin, daughter that's a telepath, and then a uh, dog that can see the future. Now, of course, the daughter can read minds, so she can read the dog's mind, and the dog is telling stuff about the future. So, yeah, it, it's it's funny, it's awesome, uh, but yeah, that that's you know that that's spy spy family in a nutshell, and you know, and it continues to grow from there towards like okay, we get introduced to to uh to yours brother who his secret identity is that he's a he's basically like a government assassin or whatever um uh and stuff whatever so a government spy or whatever but um but yeah but like i said the series is just full of just so much awesomeness so much wholesomeness um i, I love the daughter Anya because she is always like i said she she's always put in these weird positions because she's able to read other people's minds and of course she's a little kid she i think she's maybe like six seven years old something like that or whatever and so a lot of times somebody will say something in their mind and the way she is like 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 the visual representation of what she is thinking of what they're saying is so funny and stuff, whatever. So, so yeah, so they all get us all these shenanigans and hijinks or whatever, like I said, in, in this journey for the dad to try to get close to the head of this school. So, but yeah, spy family, wholesomeness, Max leveled out. Um, I, I hope that in the next year or so that it gets to anime because it deserves it. it. It is so good. Like I said, it just hit its 50th chapter. So shout out to spy family. Um, of course, this is a series I read on Shonen Jump. So, yeah, so go check out Spy Family. Like I said, if you want some good wholesomeness, that is this is a series to read. All right, so moving on from Spy Family. So, last thing I'm going to talk about is Solo Leveling. So, Solo Leveling. How I have missed thee. <laughs> so, free, freaking Solo Leveling. I, I hadn't got a chance to read Solo Leveling, which... If you don't know, you know, Solo Leveling is a webtoon uh, that I am reading on Tappy Tune, because um, that's like the, the official place that it's hosted at. But um, but yeah, so yeah, I'm reading Solo Leveling, and I was like 20-something chapters behind, because I think I see it is currently on chapter 159, and... 
hour was, I think the last chapter I had read was like 128, 129. So, but, um, but anywho, so I've read from like, from like 129 up to 151 and obviously spoilers, but man, Sung, Sung Jin Woo, this dude is freaking awesome. Uh, first of all, if, 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 if you are not reading solo leveling, this is, I feel like this series is kind of like one of the pinnacles for me as a person that loves action and stuff. This is one of the pinnacles in webtoons at the moment for me. Now, I guess just, hey, for, for anybody that might be listening to this, like, hey, what the heck is is solo leveling? So basically the story follows the main character, Sung Jin Woo who is a hunter. Um, so basically they uh they go into these different dungeons, they hunt monsters and creatures and you know they they get, you know, items and uh gems and stuff whatever from the caves and all that stuff whatever. Um or from the dungeons. And so basically the basic premise, slight spoiler for the beginning of it, but I'm gonna be spoiling the current stuff in a minute. But basically something happens to the main character, um when he's on one like one of his first big missions, well not not one of his first. I, sh- I shouldn't say it because he's been doing it for a while. So because so so he is at the beginning of the series, he is like the lowest rank hunter. I think he's like a level E. I think whatever. He's like the weakest hunter of them all. And so basically, they end up in the situation to where the dungeon they go in ended up having like a secret area, which is called a double dungeon. They get in there, there's all these super crazy high-powered creatures and stuff, whatever. And pretty much everybody, just almost everybody gets wiped out that was part of the part of the raid party and stuff. But something happened, something awakened within Sung Jin Woo, and then he ends up being able to level up. So he is, at least at the time, whatever, he is the only hunter who is able to actually learn and grow because most hunters like hey whatever level you are when you were born or whenever you first start doing this or whatever if, if you get evaluated as a level c or level a or whatever that's just where you are you can't really improve or whatever but sung jin woo he's able to actually get experience points and stuff whatever for everything he does kills whatever and he's actually leveling up so he goes from his freaking low-level E-rank person to one of the strongest people in the freaking series. So, yeah, so that that's solo leveling in a general nutshell. Like I said, go check it out. Go read it. It is freaking awesome. The the art of it is freaking beautiful. It is fully colored. The action panels, every it just looks so good. And the flow of the action and fights and stuff for it is some of the hypest stuff I have read in recent years. So, anywho, Going to current stuff, or whatever. So, so yeah, so so Sun Jin will you know him finishing up in that in that uh that double dungeon, him coming out, and then basically them had like the 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 big dungeon break that happens in Japan where we have freaking giants coming out destroying the city, taking over, and then Sun Jin will coming in and almost single handedly taking out all these giants and making them part of his shadow army that whole 
part was so freaking cool, so awesome uh, to see. And then, you know, kind of going on from there where, you know, we start to learn more about about the monarchs and stuff, whatever. And basically, that seems like, like Sun Jin Woo's next goal and obstacle because it's like, hey, most other hunters right now can't really hold a candle to him. So now he's having to fight higher tier people, higher tier creatures, these these uh monarchs, which we start to see they start they are starting to take out some of the nationwide level hunters, which are the pinnacle of the hunter world at the moment. They end up the, the monarchs end up isolating and killing one of the nationwide hunters, uh Chris Reed, I believe was his name. And so, so basically, they call in Sung Jin. We was like, hey, we need you to help protect these other hunters, so on and so forth. And so, you know, eventually that ends up leading to a confrontation to where Sung Jin Woo ends up having to face Thomas Andre, which at the moment was like one of the strong, he, he's a nationwide le- level hunter as well. And so, that fight was so freaking crazy, so awesome! Like seeing these two go out, seeing seeing Thomas Andre's transformation, man, it, it just looks so good. But freaking Sung Jin Woo whooped that butt <laughs> and stuff. But uh, but yeah, and so now you know we're starting to get more glimpses into uh into what's going on with the monarchs and stuff. Uh, the the last couple chapters I read, of course, spoilers and stuff, but rest in peace to to the chairman of the Korean branch of the uh Hunters Guild uh Go Gung Hee aka reminds you of Garp from One Piece uh yeah he he was an awesome dude he he went out like a champ like like seeing him get to flex and fight for his life at the end was what was a thing of beauty but rest in peace to him and like I said, I'm excited to, to jump back into solo leveling because I think I have about mm, about eight or so chapters uh, left. So, uh, so you know, while, while I did miss, you know, reading it and being caught up on it, um, it is also a good one to just freaking binge read and stuff. So, uh, so yeah, so solo leveling. Go check that out. Um, I, I have some other ones I need to catch up on. Um, I, I started reading uh, um, Tower of God, um, you know, after the anime came out, and I was enjoying that. I got to like season two of that of that uh, webtoon, but I haven't read it in a long time. Um, I'm looking. I'm looking through the webtoon app app right now. Whatever I heard, I've heard good stuff about Sweet Home. Heard good stuff about Laura Olympus, Unordinary. So there, there is no shortage of of cool stuff that I've heard about that I need to read and check out. But that is pretty much wrapped up of uh, of everything that I talked about. Um, yeah, so I guess we were going to kind of go ahead and, and head into wrapping up the show. All right, and that's going to do it for this week's episode of Dad Needs to Talk Podcast. I appreciate everybody's patience, like I said, over these last couple of weeks, you know, with, with everything going on family-wise and stuff with the schedule kind of being off, but hopefully 
soon things are going to be back on a more consistent regular basis but i appreciate you all the same for sticking with me riding with me and checking me out i just want to say you know as usual you know you can follow me and the podcast at dad needs to talk on twitter at dad needs to talk podcast on instagram of course go check out and subscribe to the youtube channel dad needs to talk and if you don't remember any of that stuff you can always go to dadneedstotalk.com which like i say is the central hub for everything that i do everything that i do is connected through that website so go check it out like i mentioned earlier i spent several 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 long hours (laughs) You know, uh, yesterday, deep into the night, doing some redesigns and some tweaking. So I would greatly appreciate it if you at least just go take a look at it and let me know what you think. And yeah, as always, you know, if you need to reach out to me, you can DM me on any of those platforms that I listen through the website. Or you can just email me directly at dnttpodcast at gmail.com. And yeah. Just want to send some shout outs and love to everybody out there that got a chance to go to DreamCon this year that happened over this weekend. Hopefully, fingers crossed, I want to do my best to be able to go to DreamCon next year because it it hurts enough seeing all these people, especially some of which that you, that you know that you're cool with. All getting to collaborate, meet in person for the first time, and hang out, and you not being able to go, but it hurts extra for me because I literally live like 15 minutes from where the venue was. But you know, just because of the timing of it and stuff, whatever, and finances and stuff, I just wasn't able to do it this year. But that is my goal: is this time next year to go to DreamCon, and hopefully, a lot of you, a lot of those of you out there that those of you that got to go those of you that have that didn't get to go that also look forward to it i hope that all of us that missed out get to go and meet each other and collaborate network and have a great time and so yeah so yeah just shout out and love to everybody out there that did it shout out to rdc world for doing the convention and getting all these awesome people together in one space um like i said heard and saw that like it was just super fun super awesome no crazy drama coming out of it like other places and yeah um hope you enjoyed the show hope you enjoyed the topic hope you enjoyed everything else as always thank you to rifty beats for the music and yeah share the podcast tell everybody know about it and i hope you have an awesome week and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Like I said, schedule might be a little bit off because we're going to be out of town for a few days this weekend, but you'll be hearing my voice soon. Take care. Bye and peace.